Welcome to Philanthropy Today, powered by the GMCF, the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. I'm Dave Lewis, your host for Philanthropy Today, where we discuss the efforts of members of the nonprofit community that are working in conjunction with the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. We have a new series of episodes. And we call them the 25 Days of Christmas, where our focus will be on end-of-year giving and holiday hopes for our organizations. We'd also like to remind you to subscribe or follow Philanthropy Today wherever you get your podcasts, and you'll get notifications when our new episodes launch. Now to the 25 Days of Christmas on Philanthropy Today. Our next guests on the 25 Days of Christmas on Philanthropy Today are from Sunflower Casa. And it's not just Sunflower Casa. We'll learn more about Sunflower Casa and some of the other entities from Carson Colbert, who is the Executive Director. Carson, welcome to Philanthropy Today. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Tell us a little bit about the work that you do at what most people know as Sunflower Casa, but there's so much more. Sure. Well, there's actually three agencies, and we're kind of starting to realize the community may not know that much about them uh, other than Sunflower Casa. When you say Sunflower Casa, you could be referring to any of the three agencies, one being Sunflower Casa and one being uh Stepping Stones Child Advocacy Center, and the third one being Sunflower Bridge Child Exchange and Visitation Center. I stumble sometimes because it's a, it's a, it's, it is a mouthful. But um, at our CAC, which is our Child Advocacy Center, we do forensic interviews of kids who have been sexually abused. So that's something not a lot of people want to talk about, but it happens, and we're there to meet the need in our community when that needs to happen. Uh, instead of children being taken to a police station to be interviewed by a police officer in an office, they can come to our office where we have trauma-informed interviewers ready to do the work that needs to be done. That's got to be a lot more comforting for these youngsters. Absolutely. And their families sit in a room outside um, and are given advocacy by another staff member. So no one's ever alone in the process, and they're not in a, a scary environment. So it, it, it's something that we really do appreciate being to offer, being able to offer to our community. You got a lot on your hands, don't you? So at our Sunflower Bridge Child Exchange and Visitation Center, we offer um, visitations and exchanges that are monitored by observers and there's a security guard so that if the court system deems it necessary for parents to be observed while they're seeing their children, this is the place they can come to. We've had families that have come all the way from uh, Colorado to see their kids here because perhaps their ch their family their children live in Kansas City, and we're kind of a middle spot for them. So it's not nearly as um, humbling of a, of a place as our CAC, but at the same time, it is very important to offer these services so that people can have access to their families, but in a very safe environment. That's got to be key to, to them, being able to, to find some sense of... Uh, comfort absolutely um we like to graduate families out of our civic which is something we've been doing um families use it 
in a time in their lives when things just really aren't going well. And often, after a number of visits, we can report back to the courts because we take notes, our observers take notes and record the visitations. We can report back, and many times the families can work it out through the court system and then end up without having to have supervised visits. You work a lot with volunteers. We do. And you brought one along who's also a board member, Scott Seal. Welcome to Philanthropy Today. Thank you very much. Um, Well, I've been a volunteer with CASA for quite a while, um, on and off. I haven't had active cases for a while, but um, so probably three or four years. um, And then um, also uh, have a... My wife works for um, the Childhood Exchange and Visitation Center, as Carson mentioned, and so um, that have always CASA has always been an important organization to me. Going back to um, when I was in college, I had a close friend who was a CASA and um, passed away, and it was it was something that was really important to her, and that was always kind of made an, an imprint on me. And then when I um, came back to Manhattan later on, and and kind of you know moved on with my life as an adult, it, it, it remained as an organization that, that is really important to me. So, This is a difficult volunteer position, but it's got to be really rewarding at the same time. It is. It's very challenging. And, and um, you know, when I got trained um, for this, it, it, the executive director at the time said to me that, you know, these are children that have been let down at basically every turn in their lives. And it's incredibly important as a volunteer that you not be another person that lets them down. And so there's, there was, I I, I never forget that of, there's a lot of, a lot riding on this, even if it's just showing up when you say you're going to show up. And when you have a lot of things going on in your life, it's easy to say, I'm too busy for this. But, um, you know, it's, it just, to me, that was really important that, that that's, I'm, I'm going to, I'm here and I'm going to continue to be here um, that that there's that continuity and stability that that most of these kids are lacking. So um, yeah, that's really really important to to be a stabilizing influence in their lives and and a somebody that is advocating for them at every step throughout a, a very difficult process. Carson, are there more difficult challenges during the holiday season? Oh, absolutely. Um, many of our children are in foster care. Through, through CASA, and they, they just simply don't have the luxuries that many of children that aren't in foster care have. Um, it's hard to find time for volunteers also during the, vol- during the holiday season, but what I've found is that our volunteers, just much like Scott, and that was a story I didn't know, so that was wonderful. Thanks for sharing. Um, <clears throat> They give everything for the kids. They really step up. And I've worked in a lot of different organizations in a lot of different areas. And I've never worked with such passionate people. Because at the end of the day, if you don't get something done, it's not about a deadline or a paper. It's about a child. And they may not get what they need. You know, when you think about uh, the work that you do, and, and obviously the funding aspect is is a, a vital 
portion of it, and you've, you've got budgets, you've got staff, you've got facilities, and all kinds of expenses that are involved. Uh, there are fundraising events that you have, and here during this in, this time of year, and people have to you know understand that it's possible to to really make a contribution into not impacting lives but changing lives. You know, by being able to support an organization like CASA and and your other two organizations. Yeah, well, we've been very lucky during COVID to have been able to find some different funding sources because we haven't been able to do much fundraising outside of, you know, letters of appeals and Giving Tuesday was really great for us. But we haven't been able to have events um, in a couple, two or three years, really. And when we sent out our year in appeal early November and have gotten such a great response already from it, it just, most of the checks are really, have been written before Thanksgiving. It makes me really optimistic. Um, and And the whole staff is just so thrilled that, our community is so supportive of what we do, apparently. And you get quite a bit of assistance through the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. Absolutely. We get, uh, there are so many different options through them that we work with, uh, getting grants, small grants. Grow Green is the absolute best thing that happens for us every year. Um, but those people who donate to Grow Green are also people who donate at the year-end appeal, too. So it just builds this community connectivity for us that couldn't happen without GMCF. We're visiting on Philanthropy today with Carson Kober and Scott Seal on behalf of Sunflower Acasa. And, you know, I didn't write all these different organizations down, but I understand you have a Christmas wish for your new world in 2022. Yeah, we sure do. We are really, really hoping to be all under one roof in 2022. We're currently three organizations in two different spaces, and being under one roof would be amazing. That's got to be a challenge when it comes to to time management and managing your staff and and your volunteers. It's like managing two different countries. We're going to merge together. Uh Um, That and we have a... A really big Christmas wish happening, I think. Like the the gift is wrapped. We just need to unwrap it. Okay. It's coming in 2022, and um, it's going to be a name change for our organization. So that when we say who we are, we're not just saying Sunflower Casa and expecting people to understand that we're more than one organization. We're going to say Sunflower Children's Collective. Uh huh. And under that umbrella are the three organizations, Sunflower Casa, Stepping Stone CAC, and Sunflower Bridge Civic. Well, that's got to be exciting for you. Yes, it's very exciting for us. Um, I think it's been a long time coming. From what I can understand, um, many directors before me have been trying to figure out the best way to make that happen so that Casa didn't get all of the notoriety and now it's finally here and um that's our 2022 big wish and i think that at least that part is is well underway well when that happens we'll talk about it on the radio on the gmcf community hour we'll, we'll get you in okay absolutely we'll have to have the big reveal we will we will That'll be fun yeah it'll be fun hopefully there'll be a big reveal of a new sign on a new building 
somewhere where we're all under the same roof. Well, good luck in 2022. Thank you so much. Carson Kober, Executive Director, and uh, Scott Seal, who is on the board and uh, also a volunteer. Thank you for joining us here on Philanthropy Today. Yeah, thanks for having us, Dave. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you for joining us on Philanthropy Today, powered by the GMCF, the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. On our podcast, we discuss the efforts of members of the nonprofit community that work in conjunction with the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. We have this new series of episodes called The 25 Days of Christmas, where we talk about end-of-year giving and holiday hopes for our organizations. Find out more about the work we do at the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation on our website at mcfks.org. And just a quick reminder, subscribe or follow Philanthropy Today wherever you get your podcasts so you can get the notifications when our new episodes launch. I'm Dave Lewis. We'll see you next time.